This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Glenn uh, has this new weekly special called The Vault, and it's it's awesome. And uh, he, on his recent episode, walks us through what it takes to become a millionaire using a story of Walt Disney and the Nazi. A billionaire friend of mine. A guy who was uh, the inventor of the McDonald's styrofoam uh, boxes, and uh, he made the first plastic knife and fork and the styrofoam plate. He told me one time, he said, um, you know the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire? And I said, I don't know, billion dollars. And he said, um, no, the difference is a millionaire makes something and comes up with an idea that everybody needs once. A billionaire is somebody that comes up with an idea that everybody needs every day. What Walt Disney did, um, he'd clearly be a billionaire now, um, but beyond his realm, he affected almost everything. The... The real Disney that affects us started on a bench around 1950, just like this one. It was in Southern California, and it was in an amusement park. It was in an observatory, and they had little rides that the kids would play, and he would take his girls out, and they would sit. he would sit on the bench while they would ride these, as he described them later, these sticky rides. And the bench, he'd always have to wipe off, and he always, he always thought it was dirty and nasty, and no adult was ever happy there. But the kids loved it. And so he was a dutiful dad, and he would go and he would watch them. But he would sit on that bench, and he would think, there has got to be a better way to do this, where everybody is having a good time. And that's when the wheels started to turn about Disneyland. This is a bench that was on Main Street, USA, opening day, 1955. And it remained there until 1999 when we bought it for our collection. Everything starts small, but when you are right on an idea, it begins to change the way all of us live. Jason, can you um, put these two over there with that? I want to show you an amazing piece of history. It's called the Disneyland Prospectus. When Walt was sitting on the bench, he thought to himself, um, I don't want to 
build a park. It's not going to be a park, and it's not going to be a theme park, even though that was his idea. Nobody knew what a theme park was. It's certainly not going to be an amusement park. One of my favorite quotes from Walt Disney was, it's not a park, it's a repository of values. Who thinks like that? Walt Disney. But his idea was so far out of the box that people couldn't understand it. And that's, that's the first thing. You want to be successful in life, really successful in life. Don't be afraid of thinking out of the box. And I mean, even denying, you're so far away, you're denying that there is a box. Something, I usually know when I'm right, when everybody's like, wait, I, I don't even understand that. What are you talking about? That's when I know we're in the space that we should be. Walt was like that. Almost everybody who is really successful is like that. People don't understand what you're even saying. He wanted to buy 160 acres, not a lot of uh, space. It was about 6,200 um, uh, an acre, and uh, he thought he could buy 160, and then he was going to make this repository of values. But when he started to describe it, um, nobody understood it. Nobody got it. Everybody said, you're in the movie business. In fact, he tried to convince friends to buy land around where he was going to build Disneyland. And they all said, this is going to be a massive, massive failure. At first, when he had the idea, he thought it would cost about $5 million. It was a lot more than that. Jason, do we have the um, Herb Ryman stuff? Is that over? Yeah. Is that over there? Herb Ryman was um, a designer... Um, and his chief um, design guy uh, and dreamer. There's some later stuff. Yeah, the Ryman is the, I think the Ryman may be the um, Space Mountain. Do you have that? Yeah. Um, this, is, this is much later, and I think it's Ryman. It's one of his artists. But when he would come up with these ideas, uh, or anybody at the parks would come up with an idea, they would say, um, Okay, just, just draw it up. Just put it on a piece of paper. So this is actually, this is from Clem Hall. This is the first design of Space Mountain. It doesn't look really anything like this now, but that was the first idea. So what you're going to see is something that Walt said to Herb Ryman, his chief artist, and also his, um, his secretary, Dolores Vote, uh, uh, I think her name was. And, in fact, over there, over by Abraham Lincoln, hanging on the wall, that's the picture of Walt Disney that hung next to Dolores' desk for years and years. He called them up on a Friday and said, come in on Saturday and Sunday, bring a pillow, and bring lots of paper, Dolores. He said, I, I have an idea. Now, he had talked to his brother, Roy, who was running the Walt Disney Company, um, and said, look, I, I want to build a park. And Roy kept arguing with him, you're crazy. We don't have the money. We're losing on all of these movies that you're making. You're spending way too much on animation. He said, I know, I know. But this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to build this park. He couldn't get anybody to buy into it. He went and he talked to all kinds of people. No one bought into it. That's when he called the two, his secretary and his main artist, and they did this. This is what is called the Disneyland Prospectus. This, we have copies of this. In fact, uh, my curator is upset at me that I'm even opening it for this, but I want you to see the real one. Um, the Disneyland Prospectus is from The Lost Weekend. 
where Walt sat with Dolores, his secretary, and said, Dolores, I want you to type out the ideas that I have, and Herb, I want you to, uh, I want you to draw it all out. So here you see Disneyland, where you leave today, visit the world of yesterday and tomorrow, prepared for Disneyland, Inc. by Wed Enterprises. And it, it talks a little bit about what they're going to do, the Disneyland story. Disneyland will be based upon and dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. I don't know if they're still doing these things, but it talks about Adventureland, the world of tomorrow, Lilliputian land, uh, Recreation Land, Frontier Country, Fantasy Land, the Mickey Mouse Club, Holiday Land. I think there was a Circus Land in there as well. Um, Disneyland will be the essence of America as we know it. The nostalgia of the past with an exciting glimpse into the future. It will give meaning of the pleasure of children and pleasure to the experience of adults. So what did it look like? This is what he and Herb came up with that weekend. And it's hand-colored by Walt himself. By the way, you don't wear gloves with paper because you could rip it. This is Disneyland in Anaheim. And there's a couple of things. This is circus land that didn't make it. Uh, Tomorrowland doesn't really look like this. The castle is reversed. There's a big wall all the way around it. Um, this is Lilliputian land, or this is Lilliputian land. Um, and here in the center of Main Street, USA, is a big white church. And the train is running the wrong direction. But it's actually pretty close to the way Disneyland actually turned out. Now, the reason why I have this is because he couldn't get anybody to buy into it. And he went to the banks first, and he needed $5 million. And nobody wanted it. Everybody said, that's nuts. Why would I want to invest in that? Nobody's going to go. Um, if you want to make a movie, Mr. Disney, come back and talk to us. Couldn't get anybody to buy into it. So he had to go to think outside of the box. He looked at the three networks, and everybody at the time, it's in the 50s, hated television. Hollywood hated television. And ever wonder why Hollywood didn't like Walt Disney at the time? It wasn't just because he didn't like the unions. It's also because he decided to break the backs of the studios with television. He went to ABC because ABC, out of there were only three networks, only three things on TV to choose from. Think how hard ABC had to work to not be able to uh, get any show in the top 25 shows for the week. They were an abomination. He went and he said, I want to do a show for you. Well, ABC was thrilled to have Walt Disney. They said, what is it? He said, uh, it's uh, something called Disneyland. And in fact, it's based on this theme park. And it's, it's uh, and they said, an amusement park? He said, no, it's a theme park. And it's a repository of values. And it's going to have Frontierland. And it will tell the stories of Davy Crockett. And it will tell all these great stories of America and the Liberty Tree. And then we'll have Fantasyland. And it'll have Mickey Mouse and Fantasia. It'll have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Then it has Tomorrowland, and Tomorrowland 
we are going to tell the greatest stories of what's on the horizon. Well, they loved it. Wall was bluffing. He didn't know how to even do television. He wasn't ready to do television. And they said, okay, what it'll cost? He said, nothing. I'm going to make you a partner in Disneyland. They said, we don't want to be a partner in an amusement park. He said, it's not an amusement park. But they ended up giving him the $5 million. That's the seed money for Disneyland. But they didn't want anything to do with it. He used it as an advertising. Disneyland, the wonderful world of Disney, actually was an advertisement for the opening of the park, which aired on ABC one year later. He announced that he was going to break ground on Disneyland uh, in the fall of 1954. It opened the summer of 1955. I don't even think you could get the 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 ecological studies done. You couldn't cut your first or you couldn't even pick your first orange off the first orange tree in a year in America now. So I guess I should millionaires. I should add one more step. Live in a free country. But he got it all done in a year. But this isn't the only part of the story that I wanted to share with you, because this isn't about Disneyland. This is about thinking out of the box and changing everything and never giving up. I have this because it belonged to the banker that he brought it to. And he brought this to a banker and, and uh, he said, wow, that's interesting, Mr. Disney, but I don't think we can give you any funding. Walt was frustrated, left the prospectus there with the banker. The banker brought it home, showed it to his kids. His kids were like, Dad, that's great. You've given Mr. Disney the money. He's like, no, that's a crazy idea. What a stupid investment that was. That paid for itself, by the way, in 13 months. And by the way, it didn't end up being $5 million. It was $17 million, which in 1955 was about $151 million. Paid for itself in 13 months. Don't you wish you would have been an investor on that crazy idea? The world remembers this of Walt Disney. But have you ever had Tang? If you're my age, you grew up on Tang. And it was the nastiest powdered orange drink that didn't taste like oranges at all. It was like, like taking up like bad Flintstone chewables and grinding them up and then putting them in water and stirring them up and saying, here's a good fruit drink for you, kids. Um, Tang was all the rage because Tang is what the astronauts drank. The microwave from the moon program. So many things that we have now from the moon program that came from Walt Disney. How? Easy. While Walt was doing this, he had another little side project. A side project with a guy in this picture. Uh-oh, Walt and the Nazi. <laughs> 
experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. 